Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Water Cooler, the world's most statistically average sports podcast. Brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Featuring 389 shows with a stable of former players and local media personalities. Check us out today at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V. My name is Ryan Saber, the most electrifying voice in sports information. And with me, as always... What up, what up? It's me, it's me, it's Lukey C, a.k.a. The Crockpot. What are we talking about today? Today, long weekend. We're coming off a long weekend, holiday weekend. I hope everybody enjoyed time with their family. Shout out to to the veterans out there, a lot of veterans in my family. Uh, I want to thank everybody for their service. Today, we're, yeah, for sure. Today, we'll talk a little basketball. We are going to intro a new segment I'll save that for a little bit later in the show. And then we'll finish up. I know last week we touched on Julio Jones a little bit. It seems like that's starting to heat up a little bit. So I kind of want to talk about some of the things that have been happening this week. And I think what we're going to do is I think we're going to go on on record saying what we think is going to actually happen. So it'll be Luke, myself in that segment, and then we'll have one more person. We got a little bit of a of a uh, surprise guest coming here. So stay tuned for that. But before we get into the show, a word from our sponsor. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. You got anything this week? Yes, I do. Tuesday night, uh, give me give me Denver at home getting uh, given a point and a half against the Trailblazers in okay. Game Five there. Okay. So I like Denver to to kind of take control there in that series. Okay, I'm gonna go one Tuesday. I'm gonna go uh, one Wednesday. I'm gonna take two underdogs that are both these teams are in a little bit of trouble. I'm gonna take the Lakers plus five on Tuesday. That series has been close enough. I think you're going to – Doesn't sound, it sounds like AD's not going to play. I think you're going to see LeBron go Super Saiyan on Tuesday night. So I like the Lakers plus five. And, and the, I like the Mavs plus seven on Wednesday nights. That series has turned dramatically, and we'll talk a little about, bit more about that in a minute. But I do like the Mavs. I'm not necessarily saying they're going to win, but I do like the Mavs to keep it close. So Lakers plus five on Tuesday, Mavs plus five on Wednesday. Head to betonline.ag with your computer or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Okay, let's talk NBA playoffs. Last week on the show, we had only seen one game from each series we've seen a few more now you know we've seen at least three in every series and we've seen four in 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 a lot of series cream starting to rise to the top we're seeing the players and, and the teams for what they are and what they aren't i think you know the playoffs have a way of sort of showing who the players are who they aren't let's talk eastern conference first 
obviously Milwaukee swept Miami. Miami's gone. Milwaukee's kind of sitting there waiting for the winner of Brooklyn and Boston. Brooklyn's up 3-1. Jason Tatum dropped 50 or whatever to get the one there. I think Brooklyn's cruising. That That's Brooklyn in five, probably. You got Philly up 3-0 on Washington. They play tonight, so that series could be over after tonight. And then you have probably one of the most exciting series, and it's it's 3-1. Atlanta's up 3-1 on the Knicks. Uh, that's been a fun series. Just give me your thoughts. Eastern Conference, maybe the team that you've – been the most impressed with or the player you've been the most impressed with and then maybe a little bit on the opposite side the team or player that's been probably the most disappointing for you in the eastern conference so far i think it's the 76ers for me i mean they've just been so dominant i know they're playing the wizards and there's not much there you know outside of bradley beal and i mean i guess you can say russell westbrook just the way that they've just come in and just completely handled their business and bead's been terrific and they're just kind of rolling and i I did expect them to win the series. I don't know if I expected them to sweep, but but they're probably the most impressive. And then a second, I'd put Milwaukee right there. They had a tough game one with Miami and, um, you know, and then just took it to them, you know, three straight times and, and handled their business to get uh, get a little bit of revenge for the bubble last year when they lost to them in five. And uh, that was kind of a monkey off the back situation, I feel like, for Milwaukee. Uh, that was what was driving them all year. And, uh, you know, they finally got in there and took care of business and probably Giannis is the most impressive person, but I mean, it's not really going out on a limb or saying much there. And then, uh, if we're doing least impressive team, I guess Boston, I wasn't really expecting much from him. No, you know what? I'll go with Miami just because, you know, just the way that they, you know, Boston actually won a game and, uh, Miami, just, you know, they got off to a really bad start and then played really well coming in. And um, I don't know if you think this series might look different if if they win game one. But I would say I'm probably, probably least impressed, most disappointed in them. You know, I was expecting a little bit more, maybe a little bit of a bubble hangover to start the season. But, you know, they were rolling and then they just got, you know, they just got taken to them. And, and Tyler Hero really struggled, not just in the playoffs, but all year. I mean, he was, you know, I think you mentioned it yesterday that Duncan Robinson had surpassed him. And, you know, I wholeheartedly agree. And if that's really... Honestly, the reason that they did not trade for James Harden was because they didn't want to include Tyler Harrell. What a misstep. What a mistake by uh, the great Pat Riley. So so what do you got? Well, when you talk about being surprised or disappointed, it has a lot to do with expectations, right? So for me, Philly, you know, I've expected what we see from them right now. So I think for me, probably the team I'm most surprised with or, you know, been the most impressed with is Atlanta. I love that team. You and I, Luke was at the house uh, yesterday, this weekend, and I kind of talked, man, Atlanta's a fun team. Herder, Bodanovich, I talked about last week. Obviously, Trey Young. Uh, that, te- that team is really fun. I've been really impressed with them. And, and the player on that team is, is Herder. I mean, I love that redheaded dude. Like, he is He's crazy, man. And, and you said that he was Rasillo's favorite player or whatever. And I, look, I just don't watch enough Atlanta yeah. games throughout the season. So I haven't seen enough of him. Like he is, he is slowly becoming one of my favorite players. So that's probably what I he's would say. He's a baller, dude. He's a yeah, flat out he, baller. He is. He's a baller. He's fun to watch. And Trey and, is like, 
Go ahead. Trey's just a natural villain. I mean, he, he's uh, he fits that role really well, and he plays to it. And dude, it was sick watching him in Game One in New York just take it to the fans. And then Atlanta's even in Game fun. Two when they're losing, he's like, "Yeah, we'll see you in the A. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see you in the A." Yeah, we'll the a. Went back and got two. Yeah, Atlanta's fun. So I, you know, on the flip side of that disappointment, I mean, it's probably the Knicks. I mean, it's probably the same the same team or the opposite team in that series. I don't know what I expected from the Knicks. I expected him to play better. Julius Randle's been abysmal. He's been shooting like 25% from the field. So I felt like he was forcing so much yesterday uh, too. Shoot, he's shooting too many threes. He's not getting down in the post enough. He's not bullying guys like he's known for. So, you know, I, I think my surprises and disappointments are all, are all coming from that series. You know, the Eastern Conference, there's just not a lot of action or – you know, surprises or anything like that. I mean, these series are, are pretty much like we said, Milwaukee swept. It looks like Philly's probably going to sweep tonight. Brooklyn's going to close Boston out in five. It took a miraculous performance from Jason Tatum and Atlanta, you know, maybe they close them out tomorrow or, you know, maybe it, it goes six, but not a lot there, but you know, and that's a good segue and we'll transition into the Western conference. You look at the Western conference, all these series are tied except for one and Utah and Memphis play tonight. So we very well, when we go to bed or excuse me, when we wake up in the morning, we could, we could have four series that are tied to two. So I guess, I guess I'll give you the same question and I'll pose it for the Western conference. What team are you the most surprised by player? And then on the flip side of that disappointments, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm really surprised to, but I guess from the good side, John Morant, man, the dude is awesome. And I think you mentioned it uh, last week that they're so young that they don't even know. You know, I think we were talking about the Knicks um, and Hawks series at the time. But, you know, Ja fits into this, too, is that he's so young, he doesn't even know what it's supposed to be like. And he's just out here in his first playoff experience. And, and he's just taking it to a team that is loaded in the backcourt and a team that's known for their defense. So I think he's been really impressive and um just, you know, it, and if the Grizz can get tonight, I think that that could be a fun series going forward. That that could end up going – it might end up going six, but uh, something's got to happen tonight. I guess disappointed, I, it's got to be the Clippers, even though I know they're coming off two straight wins. Just complete no-shows through the first two games of the series against a team that they're clearly better than. And, you know, I, I'm not even sure that they're going to win the series. I know that they've regained control, but I don't – do you feel comfortable saying, oh, they're, they're going to win this series? I mean, no, I could see Dallas taking the series. And, um, you know, Luca got his bad game out of the way. Hopefully, if you're a Mavs fan, hopefully he got his bad game out of the way last night. And, um, you know, they, they get it going tomorrow again. But, yeah, I'm going to say just the Clippers in general. I mean, they, they don't look like they want any part of, like, any kind of adversity, any kind of pressure. And I know that they just they just answered their first adversity in the playoffs, but you know this is this against a team that they're they're better than. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there, but yeah, disappointed with the Clippers. Yeah, look, we talk about expectations all the time. I'm going to start on the negative side of this. I, you know, I love Luca. I'm, I'm a huge Luca fan. I'm a little disappointed with him. Uh, you know, his this the shoulder slash neck thing that series really turned when he hurt his neck or his shoulder or whatever they were up to oh they had just won two games on the road 
you know, as a superstar, as a superstar player, as an MVP caliber player, you have to be able to fight through injuries, fight through adversity. We've seen the best guys of all time do it throughout their careers. And I think that's sort of the place that Luca wants to be or, or aspires to be, if you will, to put himself in the same shoes as some of the greats of all time. He's got to be able to be hurt, be banged up in the playoffs and be able to respond. And you know what? I think the Lakers are, are seeing that right now as, as well. I think with Anthony Davis, he's supposed to be out game five. It's going to be interesting uh, as these series progress. I think, you know, and we're going to Chris Paul, too. He's been hurt. And yeah, he, you know, he's he had, always he had hurt. An awesome game four. He had an awesome game four. Yeah. So from a disappointment standpoint, I've been disappointed in Luka Doncic wow. from a, you know, look, I, wasn't I love expecting that. I wasn't. I know you do. I know that's your boy. I just wasn't expecting it. I love Dame. And I'm going to tell you this. You know, I talked in when we were speaking about the Eastern Conference about, you know, surprises or disappointments being linked to expectations. I always expect a lot from Dame Lillard, but I, I really think this year in the playoffs, he's taken his game up a notch. I think last year in the playoffs and even past few years, CJ McCollum has, has been right at the same level as Dame. And this year, you know, when you watch the games and, and when you watch the highlights afterwards and you hear the talking heads talk the day after, they're not talking about anybody on Portland right now except for Dame Lillard because he's playing so well. I mean, his shooting is unbelievable. The guy is – he's amazing. Not to say that C.J. McCollum's game has dropped off at all. I mean, he's still playing at his normal level. They have a healthy Jurkic. You know, it's, it's, it's a fun team to watch, man. I love what they're doing. Denver's a good matchup for them in the first round, but I just think Dame and his ability to – take over a game and just, man, just shoot lights out. He is unfazed by the moment. It's always Dame time, but in the fourth quarter, I mean, it's definitely Dame time, and he he takes it to another level. I, like I said, I, I don't want to be – I mean, I guess I am like the resident Dame hater, and that's fine. Whatever. I'll wear that. He, he wasn't great in game uh, four, but it didn't matter. He's been awesome. He's been sick throughout these playoffs, just carrying that team. And, you know, I've always kind of thought that – you know, what you said that CJ was right there and you're right though. I mean, deservedly. So they're only talking about Damon and, you know, he's earned every bit of that. So, okay. That's enough on the playoffs. It's early, man. We're four games into the first round. We've got the, the NBA finals. Don't even start to July. Don't, don't even start until July. We're going to be talking about the NBA, some of these performances every weekend, week out. So let's go ahead and let's move into we're going to bring a special guest onto the show and he is going to introduce a segment that he is going to start doing for us week in and week out. I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce himself, introduce his segment, and then go ahead and do his segment for the week. You have the floor, my friend. All right. So it's your boy, stat boy, Colby coming at you live from the three, three, six, you know, three, three, six, nine, one, nine represent, so I'm going to talk my segment, which will be called uh, Diamonds and Pucks with Colby, where I talk hockey and Major League Baseball. Uh, two I'm things that off... Luke and I, two things that Luke and I will never <laughs> talk about. So I'm, we're really glad. You're <laughs> about that. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, go Canes, go Canes. It's surprising that the Canes have made it this far. Uh, I felt like Nashville almost gave them a scare. So I'm anxious to see what they do with Tampa Bay, but Tampa Bay is up 1-0. It's not looking good for the Canes, but they can, you know, bounce back. So I'm going to start out, uh, first of all, go to college baseball. Sadly, it was a sad, sad weekend for me. Uh, My NC State Wolfpack lost the ACC championship to the Duke Blue Devils. And I was not happy. I, uh, you know, it's the sad life of an NC State fan. But as I'm going to move on to uh, hockey, I just wanted to point out, so with the Canes moving on, actually, which was funny, it was going to be Carolina against Nashville and then Florida versus Tampa Bay. And then that's the central division. And then for the East was Pittsburgh versus the New York Islanders and then Washington versus Boston. And then Toronto in the North Division, Toronto versus Montreal, and Edmonton Oilers versus the Winnipeg Jets. And then in the West, Colorado versus the St. Louis Blues and the Vegas, Las Vegas Knights versus the Minnesota Wild. A couple teams that shocked me. I did not think the Wild was going to make the playoffs this year due to the fact that they just don't really have a lineup to me that is built for a playoff run. And that just kind of, it makes me feel weird to look at that kind of team and say, hey, I'm confident the Minnesota Wild is going to win the Stanley Cup. No, no, they're not a good team. And I was very surprised that they, they almost took the Las Vegas Knights to seven. That said, though, Las Vegas Knights, they were said to be this team, you know, they probably have the best record in the NHL right now at 40 and 14 and <laughs> good Lord, they're just, I don't know. That's a very, very suspect kind of team for to go six games against a team like the wild who really shouldn't have even been in the playoffs. It's just, I don't, I wouldn't pick them and I wouldn't touch them with a four, uh, you know, 14 foot pole. They're just inconsistent team. It's like the Miami heat this year in basketball. Very inconsistent. Now, Carolina beating Nashville scared me a bit. It was exciting. It was a very – it's exciting to have fans in the stands now. This is playoff hockey. This is the best kind of hockey there is. These teams are trying to win something. And it's it's so – so silly to have people say, well, hockey's not that interesting. Have you ever been to a Stanley Cup playoff game? It is electric. It is the I had best. some I had some friends that were uh that were at the Canes game yesterday, posted some videos, man. It looked insane. It, like I was I, like, I want to be there. The towels going everywhere. Yeah, so, yeah. It was see, awesome. I'm a Bo- I'm a Boston Bruins fan, and we have the legendary, let's hit the towels, you know, throw the towels out there. It's so it's so exciting. Boston's up 1-0 against the New York Islanders in the second round. It's playoffs. It's playoffs, man. God, it's, it's, it's the best. But I feel like if I had to pick a winner out of all of them, the best team from what it looks like, it, it will come down to the best four, and the best four are the Boston Bruins, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Winnipeg Jets, and then the Colorado Avalanche. 
Those are the best four. Who's the opinion. kid on Colorado that just flies all over the ice? I think you're referring to Nathan McKinnon. That kid is he's a just, fucking stud. Yeah, he's a stud. He's an absolute stud. He's big friends with uh, Sidney Crosby. As a Boston fan, I hate Sidney Crosby. To go into with Nathan McKinnon, Nathan McKinnon, he's young. Prime success for them to make a run right now. And the Colorado Avalanche, they are the most exciting team to watch. How this playoffs is going to shape up, you know, it's crazy. I'm watching the uh, montreal Toronto game right now, and it's looking – it's 0-0. It's still the first period. And this is game seven. I like Montreal just because I hate the Leaves. But, you know, it's playoff hockey. This is playoff hockey. It All right, so look. So look. Let, we're going to put you on the spot. You said the four teams you think it's going to come down to. Who are you mm-hmm. liking right now? Where we stand after what you've seen so far early on in the playoffs? Who you think is going to win the whole thing this year? Who do you think is going to be raising the Stanley Cup at the end? As we stand right now. So my flaws are with Tampa Bay, they're not consistent. What you saw in that Canes game last night, I really feel like there's some holes that that team has. And it's just I Hurricanes could shock it and win the whole thing and completely bust my final four. So them and the Winnipeg. Winnipeg, it, it, I don't know. I feel like Winnipeg's one of those teams that are going to get cold. Okay. And they're going to get cold at the wrong time. So I say Avalanche and Boston in the uh, final with the Boston Bruins bringing home number seven. There it That's is. Bias. That's some bias. There it is. You heard it right there from Colby. First edition of Diamonds and Pucks with our man, Colby Pleasant. You will hear more. I know you probably didn't tune in today to hear about college baseball. Wing! You didn't hear to listen about the aluminum bats, but you heard about it and you got a little insight from Colby on. Speaking of that, someone's going to die. Someone's going to die on a college baseball field. They play with aluminum bats. Man. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah, they're going to die. Before we start praying on people's downfall here, let's uh, <laughs> let's move to Julio. Let's talk a little NFL. We're going to bring Colby in on this. Just a couple minutes. All right, guys, I just want a couple minutes from each of you. Sounds like the Patriots, and I know, Kobe, you'll love to hear that. It sounds like right now I think the Patriots and Seattle are probably the two hottest rumors. Luke, do you have some, some current odds from Vegas on where they think the guy's going to go? And then, Luke, why don't you give us your thoughts? Go, go in on who, what you think's going to end up happening to him. Kobe, you go, and then I'll wrap up last. I scoured Bet Online. I couldn't find it. All I could find was odds from May 27th from Bet Online. And it does have uh, New England as the favorite at minus 105. And as you mentioned, Seattle, I think that they're definitely right in the thick of it, but uh, they're not listed on here because that news just recently came out and these are a few days old. But, um, yeah. and uh, I, I also think Tennessee, and not, not, not because of what AJ Brown is, is doing, his open recruitment of Julio Jones, which is awesome. I love seeing stuff like that. I think that this is just a move that they make, you know, you know, they went out and, and got clowny last year and they, they tend to make some big free agent signings each year since they've been in contention. So this just feels like a move that they would make. And I, I think that's probably where he ends up gets him out of the NFC. And I don't know how Julio feels about it. I don't know. I don't know how much leverage he has to on landing spot. I mean, obviously he's going to force his way out of there, but, uh, but I, I'm going with Tennessee. I think it's, he's going to end up in Tennessee. Call me. 
See, I like Luke, how, how Luke was saying, you know, he's going to end up in Tennessee. I see the Patriots making, making some move there to get Julio. I don't know if we have any trade value. That's the thing. You could probably trade one of our young guys, uh, but I have a feeling that, you know, Atlanta probably doesn't want any of our young guys. The Seahawks concerns me. I, I don't get that. You know, you got two star receivers in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I'm just, it's really concerning me. I mean, I'm guessing they're just trying to give Russ weapons and let Russ cook. Two stud wide receivers is better than three. Yeah, I said that backwards. (laughs) Three three stud wide receivers is better than two, so. Basically. Personally, I just think that it's either going to be the Titans or the Patriots at this point. But it's, I don't know. They might not even trade them. Yeah. You know, who knows? I I I think they're definitely going to trade them. I think there's too much smoke for there not to be fire here. What I'll say is I don't think it's going to be the Patriots or the Seahawks, because I think if that trade was going to happen, it would have happened, right? It wouldn't be this whole, like they're talking kind of thing. It feels to me like, like teams, agents, whatever are using potential discussions or talks as leverage. I think you're going to see a team, Baltimore, Denver. Denver's interesting to me because I think they're still in play for Aaron Rodgers. I think that that saga is not over yet. Clearly. I think just it can keep be Rogers out of the AFC, man. Just I think yeah. it could be interesting. Just, yeah, keep him out of the AFC. I think it could be interesting to see, you know, potentially if you're Denver, let's make a big splash. Let's bring in Aaron Rodgers and then let's trade a second and a fourth or whatever, second, whatever the package entails. And let's bring Julio Jones in as well. If I'm Atlanta, I'm demanding Jerry Judy then. I mean, if, if that's what you're going to do, if they, you know, Jerry Judy I, will be playing in Green Bay. That's why I think it happens because I think they're I think Denver's to get Rodgers they're going to have to move off of Sutton or Judy excuse me Cortland Sutton or Judy and then now all of a sudden you have a hole at that position so now you have to do something to make Rodgers happy I think the a, Denver thing you're not a big Deshaun Hamilton or uh, KJ Hamler believer I, I'm I'm more of a Julio Jones or believer. Tim Patrick. I, I really like Julio. So you know, and, and this idea that just because a team has two good wide receivers doesn't mean you know. Three is three is great, you know. The Browns. I would love to see Julio Jones out there running around with, with Odell Beckham and, and Jarvis Landry and some of those other guys. But more to come on that. We'll see it. Let's wrap up. Uh, don't forget at WC Sports Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Like, follow, subscribe. We are now available on all your favorite streaming platforms. Anywhere that you consume podcasts, you can find us. We are also available on the Believe Podcast Network, number one podcast network for professionals. Check us out today at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V. And as always, we are presented by the one and only BetOnline.ag. With that, we love you and enjoy your lives. Julio, get on the phone, call your agent right fucking now and tell him you want to play in Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns come win a Super Bowl, baby. Somebody suck, man. Come to the Patriots.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.